one. So how about that Andre 3000 album? Oh, I haven't had a chance. <laughs> I haven't had a chance. Did you listen to it? I have not had a chance. It is on my playlist, and I'm like, I know I have to do it. Just like out of respect, I have for to sure. Yeah, you got to give um, him a little bit. Well, and as an artist, like, yeah, I, but you know, it's it, he's 45 fucking years old. Like, I get it. You know, but yeah. I, I'm also like, but that's not what we were hoping. <laughs> yeah, for. yeah. Like, that's not what we've been waiting for. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm uh, not in a hurry to get to it. It'll be there, you know. Right, <laughs> and I think that's thing. the vibe. That's the whole vibe yeah. of it too. Is like. Hey guys, I'm giving you this. Like, <laughs> it'll be yeah. here, which is which is fine. Yeah. Um, again, from an artistry perspective, like I, I love to see them evolve, and I love to see them like dabble, and they have the platform, right, to like to to do that. I think more high level artists should do that shit mm-hmm. um, instead like, of forcing other stuff. Well, yeah, and obviously contractual obligations and shit, but like being able to like go out there and try new things and and like show people like this is the only way you truly grow and truly mm. learn. Um, uh, but yeah, there is still like a, come on, man. <laughs> we've also waited. This Give us what we want. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> couldn't even do like a song. Just, yeah. You know, like a bar. <laughs> fuck, dude. Give me a solid 16. Yeah. And, like we're good to go. You know, and I'm good for another 20 good. years. <laughs> but, All right. You know, anyways, Anyways, just thought I'd throw that monkey wrench in. Sure, right at the beginning. Well, as we welcome you in to the Bear Claw Podcast, I am your host, Omar Delgado. With me, as always, Zachary Stein, also known as Stein, and Isaac Turgeon, Packers fan extraordinaire. (laughs) Uh, Would like to uh, not apologize, but give a little just heads up in advance. We are a couple of sick and tired boys. I am getting over cold. Stein has a very busy life and is uh dude i'm I mean, fucking exhausted he's just, just tired it happens i am emotionally drained from life and from <laughs> a, a fucking bears fan. a bears fan yeah <laughs> uh, well the bears lost to the lions what if you were uh, <laughs> this podcast <laughs> and are living under a rock um yeah, the Bears dropped the very disappointing loss. This is they somehow manage uh, even <laughs> even in a season like this to get your hopes way up and get you feeling really good, and then just cut you down at the knees. <laughs> did you did you feel good during this game? I was having fun. <laughs> I, was, I was having fun during. It. I was having but so much fun. Wasn't a big dude. piece of you also like just wait for it. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Uh, yeah, I, w- I think a little bit was hesitant. I think uh, I didn't really start thinking that way until like. There's you definitely feel the shift and you felt the shift in this one where like mm. play little plays and like things here and there start happening. You're like, here we go. <laughs> like, like this, this is, is where uh, the script is coming. Yeah, out, right? yeah. Is- and then <laughs> and you're still kind of hoping, like, all right, you know, they can still like pull this out, like they can still like, you know, not fuck this up, like, you know, whatever. And it's just like shit keeps going south, and you're like, ah, here we are again. <laughs> like so. I tried to, when I was having fun, I tried to be in the moment and have fun with it because I was like, we're not going to get a lot of this. <laughs> so I'll enjoy it while I can. And then down the shitter it went. Uh, no updates this week. Pretty much everyone's healthy. I don't think there's any major injuries. I don't think there's any major injuries from the last game. No big moves happening. No I don't real think bears matter. <laughs> yeah. I think we had like some, uh, someone signed someone off our practice squad, but very like inconsequential, like nothing. So no big bears news. Uh, so I think with that, uh, let's just fucking dig right into it, man. The 
as I mentioned before, the Bears lost. Uh, how are you? How are you feeling, Stein? Are we doing general vibe? How am I feeling? My, yeah, my yeah. general vibe, man. <laughs> Honestly, you should always be honest. It's just, yep. Mm. We found a way to bear down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like the term "bear down" is, is like, it means something else. We now. need to start else <laughs> in another way, and this is yeah. it. It is literally finding a way to just trip over your own fucking feet, to shoot yourself in the foot. Mm-hmm. To, it, yeah, just find a way to fuck it. So. Yeah, my initial I, when I was thinking about uh, recording the pod and stuff, I was thinking like. Uh, this sucks. This season sucks. This loss sucks. It was not. It was not fun losing like this. But I wanted to try and bring some sort of positive energy and like have fun with it a little bit. And then I started. I I I pulled up the highlight just to give myself a little mental recap. And as soon as I pulled it up, I just got this knot in my stomach that has not gone away because <laughs> I was just like, this dude, the vibe is shot. <laughs> like the vibes are shot, <laughs> and it's so hard to have any like. Uh, it's hard to even enjoy the things, the good positives that we did have, because we did have them, um, but it's hard to really uh, enjoy them. The vibes are shot. <laughs> that, that's a good way of putting it. The vibes yeah. are shot. The vibe, I couldn't even, okay, I will say that this loss is worse than the Broncos loss to me, but it also, I don't know if I'm just in like this state of, um, oh, you know, what is that where you start to like, uh, uh, like identify with the person that has kidnapped you oh, and is holding you. Yeah, yeah. What's um, that called? Prisoner in their basement, and you're you're just like buying into it for survival. There's like a mental survival <laughs> sake. Yeah, that's kind of what happened here. <laughs> yeah, uh, with me to the point where I couldn't be as pissed off or as like upset. You know, and I will say I think a piece of that also has to do with the fact that that. It's because the play calling in this was obviously better than the one against Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, for three quarters. <laughs> for three quarters. But there was still plenty. Stockholm of Syndrome is what it's called. That's it. Thank you. Very yeah. much. Yes. Um, I was going, I don't know why the only thing that would go in my mind was Asperger's. And I'm like, that's not <laughs> that's it. Not <laughs> <Asperger>. <laughs> like, that's definitely not Asperger's. That's not it. That's, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, that that's where I was at. It was just kind of like I, this one <laughs> worse to me because I'm like, we showed out against arguably one of the best teams, a top five team in the NFL, in, in the think. NFL, yeah, um, and absolutely in the NFC, and uh, definitely top five in the NFC. <laughs> just like could not finish, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. just it was an unexpected positives that came out of this. But um, extremely expected negatives that came. Out of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Honest yeah. to God, that's. It. I think that's it. Is like, I was more surprised by the ceiling than I was the floor. You know? <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's just tough, dude. When you come out against a team and truly like punch them in the mouth, that just, was the thing. Like we really just fucking controlled the game. In it, a way that the, I did not expect at all. The <laughs> like, offensive line looked great. The yeah. defense was was really having a hell of a day. But you know, um, just three interceptions like, on Jared Goff. Yeah, on Jared Goff, who's had a solid season. Mm-hmm. You know, but this is the, and we were talking about this. This is this is the difference. 
he threw three picks. And yet, in fact, he had a streak going of most completions without a pick. Uh, and then he threw two within four attempts. Mm-hmm. Or no, most attempts without picks. And then he threw two within four attempts, which is just wild. Yeah. Um, and then had his third one. And yet that coaching staff and that team still came out and supported him. And you could tell his confidence behind him. was not shook. Like they truly looked at it as bad play. We have another one to go. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, like they were looking at this as little micro battles, every single play mm-hmm. and they modified and adjusted as they needed to. And they were able to pull it off and, and not just pull it off. They were able to truly execute across the board Mm -hmm. they were having issues here they solve that issue they have issues over here they're solving that issue and it's like oh so that's what it looks like when a team unites and fully is supporting their quarterback and their role players leaders and the coach truly truly not in the fucking uh, media room after the fact or on the way through the tunnel you know uh heading into halftime uh you know says the lines of you know you know they're my quarterback blah blah blah. no like you can see the interactions on the sidelines you can see like they truly are all in on everybody that's on that team what the fuck is that like what well, the fuck, fuck man we can't is that like i mean you, you talk about the media it's not even happening in the media room anymore he's <laughs> not saying the lines in the media room anymore he's fully like fully and now consistently throwing justin fields and everyone on this team under the bus when and and i think that that's what i kind of want to get into right like is is more that has been my issue mm-hmm. over and over is the leadership piece of yeah this. You, we we were beating we were winning we by like significantly mm-hmm. we convincingly somehow our our coaching staff found a way to become the first team to lose in regulation with three plus turnovers and 40 plus minutes in time of possession. We had over 40 minutes time of possession in that fucking game. <laughs> that, Detroit that. had 19, mm-hmm. 19, all other teams prior to that 48 and Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not, it's not like it's a five and Oh, or like a, even a 10 and Oh, it is 40 and Oh, like it's up there. Like it's teams, almost 50. Oh, like it's 40. You were we, to win basically the Bears get that. to be the and one now. Yeah. And it's like that don't tell me anymore that the players don't know how to win games. Bullshit. It's it, that that's my issue. Let's go through a little bit on on the positives from the players. Like let's look at the offense. Focusing on fields, right? This is his first game back. It's great mm-hmm. to see him out on the field again. Yeah. But this is where that the whole season was supposed to be an evaluation. Is he the future for the Bears or not? We all know Flus was not the one to pick him. Like we all know the coaches, blah, blah, blah. Like that story is done and over with. Get that. But this was supposed to be an evaluation. Uh, Missing four games sucks, you know, when it's an evaluation year. Yeah. Like he came out and he went 16 to 23 for 169 yards and one tutty. So he only had seven incompletions. Mm hmm. 18 carries for 104 yards. Fucking wild. And some of those are actually on design plays this time. Yeah. yeah. They finally you got them going. Yeah. Um, so, you know, DJ Moore was able to come out there, seven catches, 96 yards, and, and the tutty. You know, he, like he for real, he was out there gunning it, man. He DJ was just Moore dusting people. He's got a fucking dog in him that has no quit. Like he really, there was that one play that really stuck out, and I'm sure you saw it where he, he gets, he gets uh, hit 
like probably you know with a two yard gain on a first and ten or something, mm. and he just fucking fights and gets the first down. Yeah, dude, the I was Komet ready had to, a good one like that too. Oh my gosh, dude, I was ready to run through the fucking wall watching these guys like the effort that these guys are putting through. It was so awesome. It was so great, like so fucking and something that I feel like is not <laughs> recently a uh, you know been that, but. I don't know, just felt Bears football, just like grit, like, fuck you. I am running this ball past was, the fucking chains. Like, it was great to see everybody doing that, right? Like Fields had one where like there was not a lot of lateral motion on some of those big plays, right? Mm-hmm. Where like that one, Moore gets hit. At, it should have been a, a two-yard gain, and he turns it into an 11-yard gain. Like yeah. uh, Komet, I think he it should have been a three or, three or four-yard gain, and he ends up with another first down, you know? Um, uh having having herbert back and out there he was doing the same thing mm-hmm. um you know deontay foreman before he left the injury he had a really good one um uh Rashawn johnson had an, a really good like he had some great they runs. were all just lowering that shoulder and they were making contact and just fucking driving through they were yeah. not letting contact yeah, stop them. the feet were moving there was a fire and a passion out of those players that i feel like has been missing mm-hmm. um and that was fun it was f- so much fun to watch, yeah. but you know that that piece of me was just waiting for that. Shoe to drop, man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, no, yeah. they're showing out for sure. Um, and then, and just wait for it though. Yeah. But you could tell Fields was out there fighting for it. Mm-hmm. Every play he was fighting for it. I don't feel like he gave up on any play necessarily. No. How did you feel with him out there? I felt great, man. I was, I mean, just wa- even just from that first drive. Oh, because yeah. I did not expect much, and for them to come out and fucking again just punch Detroit in the threw mouth it, on ran the it first drive on designed run through it and ran it yeah like it, on on the first drive and I was like yeah. holy shit like first three plays he like that is what he's doing I'm like, yeah he's like dude. he's like he's like I'm fine you know I'm that fine. that is the and, message he's trying to deliver and it, it, watching him it was great because he was decisive. Granted, there were some there were some plays where you know maybe he could have uh, stuck in the pocket a little more, made a made a deeper pass or whatever. But it, it, I didn't care. It was like he took off and run and got and got gains, and at least mm-hmm. he was making decisions. That's you know? that's the thing. The hesitation wasn't as bad. I, uh, we had discussed a little bit. You know, there were a few a few plays I felt he could have gotten through the reads a little quicker. Mm-hmm. But but holistically, when you look at at like him as in general, um, I think he's had. It was much better. He was much better in this one. So progress yeah. is progress, right? Yeah. Now, if we could get it to where that's less and less, yeah. Even even further, let's continue making that progress. Um, but yeah, he was decisive. He was getting the ball out a little bit quicker here and there. He was also extending plays with his legs and trying to let the uh, receivers get to places. Yeah. You know, to, letting to, things develop. Exactly. Keeping and then from there, he was he was keeping his eyes downfield, but his his presence seemed to be a little bit better mm-hmm. um as far as like pulling the trigger and going fuck it i'm gonna get the three yards i'm gonna get the four yards. you know I'm not, I'm not gonna throw it away if i don't have to i'm not gonna uh, i'm not gonna like lose sight of what's going on and end up getting pegged down behind the line like yeah um so all in all i thought i thought he had a a, a good a good game i yeah. i do not expect to see 300 yard passing games from justin fields I expect to see anywhere, <laughs> if he's going to have 18 carries, I expect him to be in the 150 to 200 mark mm-hmm. with the carries being probably like 70 to 100 yards is what my anticipation would be. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now, if he's not running the ball a whole lot, then yeah, I'd expect to see him in like the 225 to 275 range. Yeah. So for me, it's only 169 yards, but hey, he didn't turn the ball over. No. Well, 
Well, well not with the no interceptions. <laughs> yeah, know? no so, interceptions. Um, didn't throw picks. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, you know, uh, we'll get to the the one turnover. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think I, j- I just saw things. I saw the things that have made me like Fields. I saw them again, and it had been a while since I'd seen them consistently. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, everything that I saw in him that was like not great were things that I just think you can coach. I just think that you can coach him up on. I think there are things that you can fix. Um, I don't know. I think if you watch You could tell game, that the hand was bothering him every now and then. That's the other the thing, too. Is His grip is not 100%. Like yeah, on a couple not... of those throws, you could tell that it got away from him. Like the, the overthrow to Moore, you know, he... Yeah. DJ Moore had it and it, it was a tutty for sure. And, yeah. and, and just, just overthrew him. And I mean, Moore dusted that defender and <laughs> yeah. he, as he does. <laughs> yeah. He fucking had it, man. And yeah. it was, uh, it was just, just too, too far. And mm-hmm. you could, I, I think that had less to do with, cause we've seen fields make that play plenty yeah. of times. Yeah. I, I think it had much, you could tell that he, he, thought the touch on the ball was good until it started getting closer and he was like Fuck. oh you know yeah. like um and then there were a couple where like i think he had a little wobble uh and it, it wasn't that it got tipped it, it just you could tell like the thumb wasn't gripping properly so so it, to help keep that spiral and so Tight, like yeah the, the pointer finger was pressing a little bit more so mm. um it happens you know, yeah it happens. i mean all in all i thought he looked, looked good. good i thought he looked good um I think if you watch, it hasn't been a lot, but it's been enough, I think. Uh, but if you watch this game and you were thinking that Justin Fields is a problem or you're already, st- or you're still musing about, you know, how we need to yeah. use our first pick on a quarterback, I think from this game specifically, if that's your takeaway, I think that's a little ignorant. But He played above average and not just that, he's dynamic, right? He gives us the opportunity to use his legs to spread the field. Uh, I mean, he had, the Lions defense was trying to figure stuff out because, mm. you know, that it, there's just that extra factor with him yeah, that you don't to, get with the majority. Yeah. And those are not coachable. And like the, his instinct and his ability to do that is not a coachable skill. Yeah, that's not you something have you can pick up. Don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, otherwise, everybody would have a Michael Vick type player. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah. that's just not not the thing. Yeah. Um, going on again on like other positives. That defense, fucking holy shit, dude! That is the one biggest surprise from this game. Yeah. For me, was how well they stepped up. Stevenson. Stevenson God, is. Dude, he was all over. He's and, dude. I was. It was so much fun watching him, man. And he's just watching this young guy come in and getting an interception, causing that. He was the one that caused that fumble on the uh, punt return, right? Mm-hmm. Just him getting those, and it was great I, to watch, man. He's electric. You know, I, I had comments, I think, in week four or five about Edmonds and Edwards about how, like, they are good at what they do, but they are not necessarily, like, playmakers. You mm-hmm. know, and that was my issue. I'm like, but we're paying them to be playmakers. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, they've, they've been so reactionary as opposed to – like just jump it man read the fucking play and yeah. take a risk and they both had an interception this game, <laughs> yeah, you know? You know, yeah i'm like they heard you exactly, <laughs> this is it you know and and i think that that in the you know we heard through camp like they're so excited because this defense is filled with dogs and like we're just excited to have everybody on the field together finally yeah um but then again you know we sort of got hit with that that random thing of of okay, but then your defensive coordinator is gone after week two, yeah, and you and don't everyone's know what's happening. Up, yeah. It wasn't like official until week four that okay, yeah, Eberflus is going to be officially calling the full from play now caller, on, you know, yeah. and and so then you're like, fuck, now we have to relearn, like, because you know that defense is not going to be exactly the same, right, as the original coordinator. It's going to be similar, but it's you know, yeah. So um, 
it, it, and hey, here we are, four weeks later, five weeks later, and it's like, okay, yeah, that's and about how long upper, it should take. So, trend, man. and they had been, you know, yeah. even even coming into this game. So, so um, yeah, your boy Sanborn got his first sack of the season. Loved it, dude. Was, I was, was so, so excited. I was excited for him, man. Yeah, fucking rock hard watching that. I love that guy. <laughs> um, you know. The offensive line did a great job. The D line did a great job. There was pressure created. There was yeah. I, I just I think the our ability to to uh, pressure Jared Goff and then uh, kind of cloud his vision up, by, mm-hmm. or or like even just trick him a little bit. I think on one of those interceptions, it was very much like uh, one of the linebackers kind of sitting and letting Jared Goff feel comfortable throwing to to one of his mm-hmm. receivers and then jumping that. Yeah. Um. I think that I think our ability to do that, like I. Th- I was not expecting us to do that this game and stuff like and be able to do that successfully, but consistently and successfully. Yeah. Yeah. And it was awesome. So that's with all of that. That's what brings me to my issue with the leadership, Mm -hmm. right? That's what brings me to my issue. This is where, you know, through three quarters, we are just rocking it, rocking it. And smacking around one of the best teams in the the league. Yeah. Yeah. At, at and having fun. in the at, in their home field, yeah, at what we was loud as fuck there, dude. It, dude, it was so loud. <laughs> yeah, like even the reporters, you could tell, like yeah. down on the sidelines, like trying to listen to them. I was like, holy shit, it's loud as shit there. Yeah. Um, but you know, my my issue. Let's just we, we just <laughs> go through all that. And Eberflus in the in the media piece, you know, when he's asked about some of this, saw. He continues to blame player execution, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the the whole idea that like, well, we just need to be able to take accountability and have responsibility and 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 execute we need to execute there. We need to execute. We need to execute. And it's like, <laughs> bitch, they were executing the whole. What game. more do you want? <laughs> like, until they weren't. And what's the thing that changed? Yeah, the play call. Uh. The play calling is what changed. Yeah, and yet he doesn't seem to see any issues with the play calling. So he is a hundred percent like backing the play calling yeah. no matter what no matter what mm-hmm. this is on the players they need to execute the play that's called like that like when they were when he was asked about what he could learn from this lions game what he could do better and he was bringing up the end of the first half of the saints game and the end of the panthers game i'm like what are you doing, <laughs> what, what are you doing? Like, yeah. that's not the question that was asked. yeah no like, truly like I don't. What, what can you learn to better? Well, look at what I already did. Really good. I did good in one half of game that we ended up losing, and then I did really good. Not even yeah, <laughs> like not I did even. okay. I squirted okay. it. I guess it even. Yeah, I squeezed out a win against a shitty at. team. Like, what's your fucking it? This guy. I don't know. I don't know, man. This guy's delusional. <laughs> well, and then his whole thing was, this is supposed to be an evaluation of fields mm-hmm. at this moment. This is what we're supposed to be working towards. And asked, like, how can you evaluate him if you're not letting him throw the ball in key situations? Yeah, that reporter is... pressed him on it. And and thank God. I am Someone so did. glad yeah. that some of these reporters are, like, fucking holding his him. feet to the fire. They are, yeah. they are tired of, of the bullshit answers that he's given. And they're tired of him, like, just. And yet he still. He was and he able sticks to, to it, He dude. threw him under the bus. He said he had more open one time and overthrew him and we need to execute in those moments to take accountability and responsibility as a team kicking yeah I was like... i'm just like <laughs> i'm like you have got to be sure yeah and so with that i i don't know if you've seen it but you, i think you should go and find the clip of um uh, isaac and i were talking earlier of brady was on um oh, fuck what was it not first take uh 
The Stephen A. Smith show. Thank you. Stephen A. Smith show. Is that what it's called? And, yeah. Mm. And he was asked. It's um, his own separate show. Right. Like his podcast. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was asked about, you know, like things going on with the NFL right now. And Brady had a great piece where he, his response was, I think that the NFL is filled with a lot of mediocrity right now. <laughs> the league yeah. is filled with a lot of mediocrity. And, uh, you know, it's, and then when he was pressed on that as to like why that is, he said, it's the coaching. You know, the coaching just is not as good as it is what it was. Mm. I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. Yeah. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. Why not? And ho- Why not? I think the coaching isn't as, as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. Mm-hmm. So I just think the product, in my opinion, is less than what it's been, I think. And that's where I'm like, for me. I I was like, it's nice because I feel like we've been saying something similar throughout this season. <laughs> yeah. And and to like have that validation from from Brady. <laughs> from arguably one of the greatest football players of all They're time. great. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, like uh, you want to talk like high football IQ, you want to talk about understanding of the game and not just being involved in like one of the faces of it for so long. Um, you know, to to still be able to look out and recognize that. And he still has like tons of relationships with leadership throughout yeah, the league. Yeah, he's still involved in, yeah. and is able to say truly and efficiently like coaching. Yeah. Coaching is the <laughs> yeah. issue. Yeah. Um it's not that the talent isn't as good. Mm-hmm. It's not that at all. It's it's the coaching. It's the yeah. idea that you these these young guys are not getting developed properly. And yeah. I think those were his exact words were that like young players are not being properly developed, you know, and, and um you should drop that clip in here but, yeah and if you don't though like that's sort of i highly recommend people it. go check yeah. it out like it because he's right he's mm-hmm. absolutely right and like having Eberflus as our head coach is a hundred percent the issue like the whole thing about them you know uh like getting back to basics and focusing on 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 the basics and being able to get being able to execute you know the uh the simplest of pieces and i'm like but you don't Mm. you know and there's this idea that like there's so many out there who make that who say something along those lines yeah in the media room and uh to be quoted about it and yet you can very clearly tell when it comes game time they didn't practice that yeah that is not something that's being truly i think matty rufus likes playing the part of head coach You think he likes playing the part? And I don't think I think he likes the title and the pay. (laughs) I don't think he enjoys enjoys playing. Yeah, the actual doing. He's very bad at playing. When I mean, I mean playing in terms of like in the media. I don't think and like the persona. When the persona of like I'm the head coach, you know, like he's. But he he gives. If that was the case, he would have a. I think he would be more charismatic and sure. have a better relationship with the media yeah and not give like bullshit answers like this you know i think that he'd be come up with like a creative sly like salesman oh, okay. way to do yeah. it as opposed to like um a failed local city city council member <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> way to do it so it is sick of hearing <laughs> from the, uh yeah i think so, sorry go ahead no so i mean i wanted to hit on you know again my issue here is with leadership mm-hmm. and and I think that we have to seriously consider that. Like, we have yet to win a divisional game with Eberflus. Mm-hmm. We've yet to bit, beat a team with a winning record with Eberflus. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and just his ability to so quickly, like, the fact that he had that one example, like, ready to go. In he the had pocket. that fucking loaded in the chamber, bro. Yeah. Like, he was, 
he was looking for an opportunity. He knew a, a question would come about that. He was looking for an opportunity to just chuck it out there. Yeah. And it just, uh, yeah, I forgive me. Cause I'm going to go on a little thing here, but, uh, I so I have I'm not, I haven't been around a long long time, but I've had a lot of different jobs. I've been a part of a lot of different like teams with you know a group uh, a lot of different groups of people with a similar goal. And one thing that I realized because I've been thinking about this the past week and week and a half or so, especially in relation to the Bears. Uh, but one thing I realized is that like the way a team operates, it starts at the top very much, and it sounds like a very basic thing to say, but it starts from the top down. And the, whoever's at the top influences how the rest of it works for the better or for worse, you know? And I think uh, <laughs> Matt Eberflus Matt is a fucking loser. <laughs> like, and that's affecting he, everything else. He's I, a fucking I, I, limp, sick, <laughs> spineless fucking loser. And in, in, on every way, like his attitude, his demeanor, everything. Your attitude, Preach. your fucking game plan when you're ahead and when you're smacking these fuckers around is to, is to just play to win, play prevent and just hope that they don't fucking score on you and then still let them score and then just keep doing it twice in a row you haven't fucking learned anything you take no fucking accountability it, it just fucking sucks man because i and I, I think part of why i have this pit in my stomach too is because i came to the realization today that it, it feels like this organization does not care about winning because if they did care about winning he would be fucking gone because he's very obviously a loser and he's done he's done nothing but prove it he's 0-9 in the fucking division and he still has a job you know how many Bears fans are like left and right are calling for him to be fucking fired and they don't do shit. I, I remember a couple weeks ago too, like um just you like remember when overall, went 10 and overall six. in the organization. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, oh, I man. think you're absolutely right. Like that's my point. Yeah. I think you're a hundred percent right. Well, and then, this like, organization is not about winning. Yeah. And then, I remember a couple weeks ago, maybe probably like a month ago now, but uh Roquan Smith, they had asked him about like how he felt, just basically like uh going and being with the Ravens now and stuff like that. And he was basically like, Oh, I'm so happy that my career is not wasted. Yeah, he's like, My career's <laughs> not being wasted away in fucking Chicago. And there was a few Bears fans that were upset. Uh, but for the most part, everyone was just kind of like, He's fucking right. <laughs> and he, he really is. was, he was right. Like Chicago has become a place where people's like careers go to fucking die and we haven't done anything to prove it wrong like all we've done is continue on that path and it's just fucking ridiculous it's like so disgusting this organization does not give a shit dude like it just feels that way you know and i don't know I j it just feels like you know it doesn't we can evaluate fields you know we can we have all this fucking talent on the team i think our team is really talented i truly do and i think we have the ability and we showed that we have the ability to fucking like hang in there and be in there with the best of the league but it doesn't fucking matter if the leadership is dog shit if we're being led by a fucking limp dick loser like fucking matt eberflus this was his fucking moment this was your moment if you had won that fucking game if you had come in and beat the fucking lions at ford field Dude, I would not be saying a like. I might have a little criticism or something, but I, you would have. This was your moment. This was your turnaround moment, and you fucking shit it down your pants. You're a fucking loser, and it's just, it's just, it sucks. <laughs> like it sucks. That's it. That's all I have. It just, it doesn't matter until we fucking change this shit. And I, I don't know. Like it's, it's frustrating because as fans, we can't. I have no say. We have no say in what happens. And so it's just like, we're just going to continue on this path, I guess, of uh, being the graveyard of people, of uh, really talented players' careers and people coming here and just hoping they can get out. And I don't know. It's just disappointing. <laughs> I think that's, and like I said, I just think that's part of the reason for my knot in my stomach because I think I just realized that like, it seems like this organization from top to, uh, top to I would say, 
until the players. I think the players obviously give a shit and want to be just look at good, how the players but... came out for this game yeah. and fought through the game. And you know that defense, Jesus fucking Christ, they got their <laughs> shit kicked in for those last two drives. Seventy five yards they gave up, seventy three yards they gave up. They were on the field so fucking long those last th- those last couple drives for the Lions, like. Mm-hmm. Because of again the play design, the play calling, it's just everything up leading up to that point with that lead. And you're absolutely right. That's something we talked about earlier, right? Earlier in 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 the season when we had a lead and we gave it up, we had a lead and we gave it up, and we're like, who the fuck do you think you are to let up on the ass that you can just like, cruise? Who the fuck do you think you, you are? You're you don't get to cruise Chicago to a win. Yeah, Bears. you're the fucking Chicago Bears, and goddamn it, Flus, you have not done anything, fucking nothing, to prove that you have the right to let up on the gas to cruise Fuck to win you. yeah <laughs> and even how if you had you behave even if you had, as though you Chicago could save attitude. a win yeah how dare you against the lions <laughs> how yeah. dare you it's fucking gross dude it's gross and it's disappointing you couldn't do it against a shite team what makes you think you could do it against the best team in our division in our division for sure <laughs> Like, I just, yeah. I don't understand. And that's my whole thing. He, mm-hmm. he, you want to bring, you want to bring winning back to Chicago, then fucking give a shit about winning. Yeah. Bring a winning culture. God damn it. Bring yeah. And that's people not... who want to, the players want to win, but they can only do so much Yeah, because ultimately, like, I don't care how much you get paid as a player at the end of the day, you are put in a package position mm-hmm. for a play Yeah, and you're going to execute your, per your, your piece there uh but but that doesn't necessarily mean it fits into the rest of the game as most of this did not yeah you know like like you can immediately like you you could feel the shift Mm -hmm. the tonal shift everything yeah it's like you could feel it there was it's 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 like it's like a goddamn tape you know tectonic plates (laughs) when it shifts you can literally yeah fucking earthquakes you're like oh there it is there it goes you know my taint starts tingling and i'm like oh Oh, we're gonna fuck it up aren't we yeah Yeah. the winning thing that you're saying doesn't go to just eberflus it goes to ryan poles now too because it's 100 yeah i just and it goes goes oh hell yeah it goes to the mccaskies brother (laughs) like i am a hundred percent at this point of like look football has changed the game has changed the family needs to adjust as well and like, I'm sorry, but just the type of football that the Bears play does not win anymore. It doesn't. No, win we're anymore. not in the fucking '80s, brother. Like, <laughs> and like the only time like, it was on. winning. I'm sorry, the last time it was winning was with Lovey Smith. Yeah. Like, could you imagine Roquan playing for Lovey? Oh my god! Like gosh. in a Lovey defense. Can you imagine Lovey be, with this defense? Yo, Lovey would be fucking lighting it up. With yeah, this exactly, hundred percent, dude. Like it, the offense might be okay. Yeah, but, you know, like well, they fuck, might be he would okay, at least. I feel like, like he, and I feel like he would at least be a hundred percent behind behind fields or not. You know, he wouldn't be doing this pussyfoot bullshit of like, oh well, yeah, I'll you know, I'll, I'll sometimes say that I'm behind him, but then throw him under the bus, like, you know. Yeah. <sighs> so, all that That's to say, bring head. Jim Harbaugh into Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> uh sure why not yeah why not you know uh we can buy some plane tickets and send some poop some scouts out there to start stealing signs <laughs> start stealing signs you know, hey, hey, hey hey it's all allegations <laughs> allegedly allegedly allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> i need to get a t-shirt that just says allegedly yeah uh, i don't know that's where i'm at man you know it's, it's no, I'm tough. With you, brother. Like, right now it's i'm looking at that game as 
the players have not given up. That is extremely important. To uh-huh. me. The players are out there truly showing out and on each other. <laughs> they haven't given oh, up absolutely. on each other. Like they're, they have not, they're that's a great way to put it. They've not given up on each other, but God damn it. Like, uh, I, you can, there, I think there is a rift for sure between players and, and, and coaching staff and coaching staff. Now I'm sure that there are some coaches on the staff because there's tons of coaches. On right. The staff. It's not just like the you so know, many, like head, head coach, co- offense, defense, your head, yeah, no, offense like defense, all the assistants, the strength coach, and conditioning, yeah, quarterback, conditioning positional coach, coach wide receiver. You know, you yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm sure that there are plenty of coaches, underling coaches on that staff that are frustrated as well. Yeah. Um, and, um, as a fan, it is just so looking at this, we're looking at the season and we're going to keep looking at, at fields and evaluating him over the next what, seven games. He's got left. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the lions again in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, my, my whole thing is, is he the future of the Chicago bears? First off, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say he should be. Mm. My opinion is he should be, mm. but not with Eberflus. Yeah. He needs to be the future with a coach who believes he's the future. Simple as that. Yeah. And a coach who's going to bring in a culture of of supporting that as well of, hey, no matter what, this these are this is our guy. Mm-hmm. These are our guys. Win or this lose. is what we're doing. Yeah. Um and create that that culture, you know, and I think that that's something that they've done. We talked about that a couple of weeks back, right? About the culture shift that Detroit has had over the last few years, mm. ever since they brought in their head coach, and um, you know, you can clearly see that, like the evolution. His first year wasn't amazing; it wasn't great by any means. You know, his no. second year was better. You mm-hmm. know, and like, but like he's he's continuously they're evolving and developing and building that team around. You know, that's the other thing is I don't think we necessarily need to build a team around a player. We need to build a team around a coach. Mm. And at a certain point, we need to go find a coach who truly knows how to win. And we need to find a coach who truly knows how to lead. Mm. And that's the that's the thing that Flus is missing. He doesn't have the people skills. He doesn't understand what it is to be a true leader, to own, to take like complete and total Just sack extreme up and ownership take, and not do this. We are taking, I fucked up. Not, we yeah. needed to execute better. Not, well, we could have done. No, I not fucked up. Fields had him open yeah. and missed yeah. and needs to be able to execute. Like, no, none of that. Yeah. So for me, if you ask me about the evaluation of fields, the, the Chicago bears are a defense special teams forward team. Mm. We always have been, I don't think that's going to be changing anytime soon. Our offense has a lot of weapons. We need an above average quarterback, and then we need a superior defense and special teams. Mm-hmm. Like, if we otherwise, we're going to have to completely flip the script, and we're going to need to go out and get someone who does a like a West Coast style offense or some shit, you <laughs> yeah. know, or bring in the Wildcat offense or, you know, like, like oh, Wildcat would be nice. Could you imagine? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, call Tebow up. Know, I'm sure he's ready to go. <laughs> have you seen the man? He's fucking. Jesus. <laughs> you got hard me just saying that, huh? Oh, Tebow to the yeah. Bears. <laughs> oh, 100%. I, I, I hope for it so bad. I, I honest, I honest God wish he would have done. I, when he was going out for, uh, 
I have his Jags jersey. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he got cut from the Jags, man. Like, yeah. I have the jersey, though. I got that the second it went on sale. Yeah. Um, but, like, when he was going out as a tight end, I was like, no, bro. Like, come to Chicago. Back. <laughs> yeah. Your bitch ass is going to be setting records left and right. Yeah. Like, for real. So, yeah. so, but, I mean, that's just it, though. Like, we need a coach who's going to come in and truly take extreme ownership of what it is to be a leader of – of a team Mm -hmm. of a of a you know and and that's just missing you know that is that's the piece and it's obvious it's obvious to bears fans it's obvious to people around everyone around the league i mean that's been the chat i think that's been the chatter that i've seen from everyone no matter the team no matter the where the loyalties lie everyone looks at that game yesterday everyone looks at what's been happening and they know the coaches and it's fucking it's plain as day but yeah i mean i'm with you man I think uh, unless Fields really does some bad shit these next six games, you know, I think I think he's earned at least a you know. <laughs> at well, the real a... question also needs to be when you look at we should have the you know one or two pick plus you know another at this point probably another, another high top pick five. yeah. Um, so when you're looking at that, the real question has to be the quarterbacks that are going to be available. Are they going to be an improvement? from what fields is are they better mm. than what fields is my answer is no no i don't, I don't give so. a shit what you think about caleb williams like, <laughs> like no yeah. he's not going to be better than fields in out of college chicago. in chicago yeah that's the key yep. that is the key yep, 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 yep. i've said it since yep. day one yep we do not develop quarterbacks yeah so if you want the answer no fields knows how to win he has proven that he can win when he's allowed to when he is allowed to and they keep tightening the leash and not letting him take place and not letting him and then trying to coach out what his instinct is, you know like we've seen that not work so it's like yeah no get him a fucking coach that backs him up and i guarantee we win i guarantee we start winning more and more and more mm-hmm. and it'll be again exciting. it just starts with it'll leadership man get a guy in there that's aggressive that believes in him that that knows how to fucking win and i, I think he can fucking do it but the but last seven, the last seven bringing plays. Bringing in another rookie to be a starter at like, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm with you. If you're not going to go with Fields, for the love of God, don't get the number one pick like, <laughs> as a quarterback. Like, let's shore up whatever you know. Uh, uh, polls in Online. the offseason, it said that you know we were what 70, 80 yeah. percent addressed <laughs> yeah. with our issues. I'm like, cool. Then that's what the number one and, and two, one and three, one and four, one and five pick should go to mm. is shoring up the Finishing under 20, that 30% that we're missing. Yeah. And then, or leveraging one of those to go out and get like a top 10 quarterback on a trade, mm. you know, like don't, yeah. don't like someone who is, who has the mechanics down, who is established as a quarterback in this league. Who doesn't need like, to be coached as much. Exactly. Yeah. Like who is not going to be developed. Like, no, they're developed and they're ready to come uh, in and yeah. just start doing their job. Start you going. Know? Like you, you, you Yeah, because yeah. you can bet if we have the number one pick, you're gonna this year is that's gonna be worth a fucking king's ransom. Like that's gonna yeah. be worth so much this year. Yeah. So I don't know. For me, that's <sighs> that's Huh? Or would you want to keep the or what's the second one? Is it five, right? It's not determined yet, but it's gonna be like five or four or something. Would you trade it out would, of both of those or do you want that second one still? I think we can keep the second one, trade out the I first would, one. Yeah, I'd trade out the top pick and then and then go get 
that or uh, I mean, I think it fully depends. Like our play, if you want the number one pick and then you go and grab someone that you sh- would never be a number one generally, like and in this class, you wouldn't expect like an offensive tackle like or, like, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like some and then just so that we can guarantee, guarantee that, that get you get them. them. Yeah. You know, like I could see that. And yeah. then obviously like the value in, in the rest of at that point, it's kind of like number one, wasn't really number one. And then number two is the true number one. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would see that working out. Um, but yeah. It, although with the understanding, if we end up with the one, two and we trade out, the, then we could like trade out the number one with the understanding, like, yeah, you're going to use this number one to go get so-and-so and not touch the motherfucker we're the guy we're trying to get yeah Yeah, like like i could see that being but i think so um but yeah i think that that's one of my you know cutler came in and he was that that type of player he was it suited what we needed as far as like we needed that 10 to 12 ranked quarterback that he's never going to be an elite like number one two three yeah yeah no he's not going to be that guy um but he is developed. We don't need to develop him into his skill set. Yeah. Right? No, that's fucking there. He knows we what just he needs need to, to do. Weapons and the right offensive structure to like go out and execute. And yeah. Um, that's the type. You know. Yeah. I don't know. My whole thing with 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 this is it's just goddamn. We cannot keep. We can't. We can't keep we're, doing. We're going to ruin another young quarterback's career. Yeah. Uh, we're going to ruin another young quarterback's start to a career. Yeah. Well, can't keep doing this. You know. With that's that's all I got. That's all I got for this game. That's all I got for this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm with you. Like I said, I just think none of this shit matters until the leadership's in chart uh, is changed because that just affects everything from from that point down. So one thing I thought was interesting about the game was about the Lions is that it felt like you guys were controlling it, but they still went into the halftime with a lead because of that like minute and a half drive that he like minute and a half seventy six yard drive that Goff led. So I mean. He was clutch when he needed to be, and that's what saved their ass. That, well, that's, that's what, what one I mean. thing, That's the whole thing. Like they, he he was clutch when he needed to be, and they allowed the opportunity for him to be that. Yeah. Like they supported him, regardless of interceptions, regardless of turnovers. They were like, and the whole team did. Like the it, it, from top from to players bottom to coaching, yeah. it was literally just everybody was like, "We got you, we got this." Like, and that that to me, that's a that's what we were talking about was you know that the bears just this organization does not know how to win anymore they don't believe in winning anymore and that to me is the difference in detroit is they they believe in winning and they believe in it doesn't fucking matter we're gonna their whole thing was grit like they talked about grit in the in in their off season and their training that is just fucking grit and i'm like and you saw that out there they fought Mm. every play yeah they got their shit kicked in on a lot of plays like throughout the game they did not look great in certain areas but again they tightened it up they went and tightened those little things up along the way they made mm. adjustments along the way and, and then showed up when they needed to and every player was like yeah no you're right i got this i'm gonna go out and next play is gonna be better next play is gonna be better and they did that and that belief never once did i see like it like you watch the players on the sidelines never once did i did it seem like they ever truly believed they were gonna lose that game mm. like that, that's my whole mm-hmm. thing like <laughs> They were ready to go from that last, uh, from the start of those last two drives with the two minutes left or whatever. They were ready. They just, you could tell. You could see it on Jared Goff's face when he when he walked out. They were just locked in. I, I think that's kind of he... what started the shift for me when I like I just saw him. I was like, oh fuck, dude, they mean business right now. <laughs> like, well, when he threw that fucking piss missile to Jamison Williams through the touchdown, fucking rocket. I was dude, like, oh, I was like, yeah, shit. this might be turning a little bit. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, that's it. I think that's it for the Bears game. Um, well, we took up half the vibe check. So, <laughs> yeah. For the NFC North. So now it's time for the other half of the vibe check with Isaac Turgeon. Isaac, Isaac, Isaac. How you feeling, Which bud? team are we covering first? You tell us, man. What's your team? segment? Is Let's it? go Packers first. Packers? All right. Super Packers Bowl go or bust? against the I mean... chart. <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> or bust, he says. Didn't we say that before That's we quarantined? That's very funny. That's very funny. Yeah, we said that, and we're in the bust. <laughs> by, by we, I mean Omar. I'm going to take an Eberflus note here and just throw Omar <laughs> oh. on the one. Hey, what can you do? You know, you follow what the leadership does. <laughs> Driving the Eber bus. This is what Eberflus has shown you. That's what we should call this, the Eberboos. The Eberboos. <laughs> the short Eberboos. <laughs> das Eberboos. <laughs> All right, so Packers had the Chargers this week, and they won. Yo. 23-20. to 20. I bet you're feeling pretty good about that. Um. Yeah, we got a few good bounces our way with some key drops from the Chargers. I will say, yeah, the Chargers made some pretty key mistakes throughout the game. But also, I think... Herbert played as good as he could. Like he, he had, played such yeah. a good game. Yeah. Um, he was pass and run. He was the yeah. leading rusher for the Chargers. Yeah, hundred percent. And the only reason we were able to stop him on the last drive was because we finally put a spy on him mm. and he couldn't wheel out, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, he did. You mean you made an adjustment during <laughs> the game and it worked? Not until the last fucking Dude, bl- at the, the end of the time. season. At the but end you of the did st- it. <laughs> At the end of the season, I want a super clip like all those moments because I feel like every week we have like two or three of Stein being like, oh, you mean we did <laughs> this and then it worked? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I love it. Oh, I, man. I, I, I was thinking, yeah, it's Justin Herbert. We could get shit on. But like Friday or Saturday, it started shifting a little bit. I was like... You felt the, you felt the air change? I was like, this is a good matchup for us because of their shitty defense. And the role that we've been able to kind of establish with our passing offense recently, um, they have no run game. Justin Herbert was their run game. <laughs> yeah, yeah they could not defense. get running go yeah. for anything. No. and that's... Well, when I saw that Keenan Allen had the AC sprain, I'm like, depending, no matter what grade AC sprains are, like trying to lift your arm with an AC sprain is, it sucks. Looking like John McCain out there. <laughs> he really did like he really did that, that's, <laughs> crazy. Was... <laughs> that's crazy that's <laughs> crazy that was out of left field i love that though that was great out of right field technically <laughs> try yeah true true <laughs> true <laughs> but um... i mean it, so when i saw that i pulled i i benched allen in my team and like i think he still ended up like doing fairly well second but that half, first yeah. yeah the second half but that first half he looked like dog shit out there like he looked like a ghost of himself mm. like so i for real was like oh shit green bay might actually like have a shot if they don't have a pass game because that's all they fucking got yeah and i'm like i mean keenan allen is a he's a top tier receiver like he is an elite 100%. receiver like if he is a, if he's feeling good like there's a chance a lot of teams can't beat that. Yeah. So well, he just knows how to pick his own. He just knows how to like pick apart zones so well. Yeah, he's so good. He's like probably one of the best route runners in the league, if not like the best right now. He's just right there with Devonte Adams. Yeah, he me. knows where like, to go at all times. 
But yeah, I think he was he wasn't up to par this game, and we benefited from it. Um, a lot it was of a fun game to watch, though. Yeah, a lot of. I from mean, the we Chargers. got we got lucky on that QJ drop in the mm. on the right side, mm. <laughs> which uh, I love that. After that, our rookie corner was like. Dude, <laughs> like he did something. Yeah, yeah. that's the it's kind of insanity of you need from a corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The disconnect from reality that you need from your corner yeah, to exactly. just be like, I did that. What? Because he speaking like slowed of, down. Speaking of, just to go back real quick, I don't, I don't want to miss the chance here because I was, I was going to bring it up earlier while we were talking about the Bears game. Jalen Johnson for a guy who wants to get. uh paid a lot of money sure is dropping a lot of fucking balls and fucking up and missing a lot of tackles <laughs> just he wanted did, to throw that out a there. couple of possible interceptions yeah so, yeah for someone who wants to get paid big money he sure is playing still like a block shit pass, in key right? in I mean, key still, games still defended pass you know like but yeah. yeah no you're right sorry i will i will say like just however like give i'm gonna give credit where credit is due like like yeah the the chargers definitely shot themselves in the foot a lot but Green Bay, they did had what they had to do. Tight game, yeah. you know. I mean, like I thought they executed really well compared mm-hmm. to what we've seen. Yeah, you know, 100%. like, um, so a lot of great like, downfield. You've got to be feeling decent about that. Yeah, we I mean we had a lot of inconsistency consistency in the run game. I mean, Aaron Jones went out right away, and then our third string running back went out right away. So it was AJ Dillon, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trusting AJ Dillon. To, I mean, he's been running good, but our run blocking isn't good, and he can't. It's not his kind of run blocking. It's like a zone, right. speedy running back run blocking. And Aaron Jones isn't like that. He's a you know ground and pound type guy, and we just don't have that run blocking. But you, you don't have the Eagles offensive line. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Um, but I think yeah, Jordan Love had like easily his best game of the year. Um, I think one of the best games of his career. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he only had one game outside of this year. One start. Wait, so who's been a short say? career? Jordan, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I guess. Best game of his career, yeah, but it's a short career, but yeah, still the best game. Still the best. Best game. Yeah, but I just I don't really count that game against Casey like two years ago because he that was kind of the Rogers COVID time, and I was just like, it's against Kansas City, so sure. But that was his only other start other than this year. So I think mm-hmm. since. Since he took over as the starting quarterback, this has easily been his best game. Um, great anticipation. I think that um, the touchdown that could have happened to Christian Watson, he was a little late on that. I think he he kind of hitched when he didn't need to. He should have just got it out on his third step, which is, he's been pretty good at hitting people in rhythm. So I think that's pretty easy to pick apart. Um so that was like one missed opportunity. And another missed opportunity was Luke Musgrave up on a wheel. Mm-hmm. Just over, overthrew him a little bit. Um, Luke Musgrave now has a lacerated kidney. Oh, so Jesus. That's, we're going to be shorthanded on Thursday. I think we're going to be walking right into a buzz. Lacerated kidney? Yeah. Fucking yeah. hell. God and damn. Then, yeah. He took, a, he took a, a kidney shot, huh? That's, I guess. Those are not. Dude, those fucking hurt. I'm like, sure they do. <laughs> You piss blood for weeks. It is. Are you not supposed to piss blood? (laughs) (laughs) You need to get that checked. (laughs) But yeah, Jordan Love, first game over 300 yards. um, 27 of 40. I fucking, I liked watching it. It was fun to watch. It was fun to watch him 
just work in stride. And one thing I've been kind of preaching is him getting in rhythm early, and that's what mm-hmm. he did this game, and mm-hmm. it paid off. Um, you've been seeing, like, to the middle of the season, he hasn't been hitting a stride early on. And this game he was able to. Um, the first drive was solid. We could have scored on that, but we had just a shitty play call um, mm-hmm. on fourth and one to, like, Luke Musgrave ran a route along the line of scrimmage. To Fucking. see y'all score points in the first half was very interesting. What, I think we had 10 in the first half, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big 1-0. Love to see it. But I mean, last fan. over the last three games, we have the number seven offense with yards per game. So it's definitely... On the upward trajectory. It's something to look at, especially with the shitty starts that we've had. You know, sure. not having a first down in the Lions game until four minutes in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. I, I like to see it as a little bit of an upgrade. Um, well, and we've we've established, you know, at at that level, the thing that they look at for trends is three games. You know, mm-hmm. that can you can you string together three straight games, uh, and that that's where you you're trending in the right direction. So yeah, no, that absolutely Green Bay seems to be moving in the right way in some areas. And I think, like I said about the Rams game, I think that was the starting point where we were able to like kind of low stress, do what we want to do, and figure out what worked, and then. I think we've just been able to hit a little bit of a stride recently. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we are, our wide receivers all collectively played very well. Um, usually it's just been the rookies uh, stepping up and the uh, Dobbs and Christian Watson stepping down. But all four of them were consistently good this game. Dontavian Wicks, our rookie, had like three for 91, which has been crazy. He's been, his breakout has been crazy. Um, and then not to even mention Jaden Reed, who's our second round pick, who's just been easily our first weapon, um, mm-hmm. our first read, which I think has been the switch in our offense. I think he's becoming the focal point. I think they're kind of swallowing the, yeah, we spent a second round pick on Christian Watson, but he's not performing right now. So we got to, we got to go with what's working and they started going to Jaden Reed a little more. And yeah, I think it's, I think it's paying off. Yeah. Uh, I would agree with that. Reed had a great game. Thursday is going to be a bitch. Who um, do you have Thursday? Lions. Oh. It's I. It's no Luke Musgrave, no Aaron Jones, no third string running back. Jaden Reed has chest injury. Dante Haven Wicks has a concussion, which I doubt he'll be cleared for by Thursday. Yeah. So it's it's a tall task. Not looking good for you. Yeah. Um. So it'll be interesting. It's probably going to fuck up my Thanksgiving, but it's fine. Uh, Dude, just start drinking early. It's fine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I got some Jack Daniels to cook with, so maybe I'll just take, you know. Take swigs. Just some Jack and Coke, baby. <laughs> just like. Uh, but I think, yeah, I th- it'll be interesting to see what comes of Thursday. Um, I'm not expecting a lot, but it'll just be interesting to see what Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love can do and mm-hmm. make of the situation. Um but yeah, I think it should be after Detroit and Kansas City, we have a stretch of like the Giants, the Buccaneers, the Panthers. Winnable games for sure. Yeah. And then I think, yeah, I think after these two rough games, I think we can hopefully hit a little bit of a stride to end the season. And that's what, mm-hmm. that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, that's the whole point of the year is just to see progress. So yeah, I'm, I'm in a decent spot. Except we need... I still really want our def- uh, defensive coordinator fired because if Chargers could catch balls, we would have lost by like 20. A lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we, I mean, we played good, but 
our defense was giving up a lot of shit. Is that a talent issue or is that a scheme issue? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, just not going out to get the right talent for the scheme. I think it's personnel is, is just like the personnel that we're putting on the field. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of two D linemen and two OLBs mm-hmm. on like clear rushing things and like dime in like clear rushing things. Like right, get the like. Come on, let's be fucking serious. Yeah. Clog the holes, like, stop it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. First 300-yard game from a Packers quarterback in two years. I saw that. <laughs> I, I saw that stat pop up, about. and I was laughing. It was like, it was, uh, what date did they put up? Was it like November 17th of 2021 or something like that? Oh, uh, yeah, it was against the Bears. Against the December. Bears, of course. Yeah, of course <laughs> <Yeah>. it was. <laughs> All right, well. I just it. assume any stat like that was against again- the Bears. <laughs> That's what I told Omar. I yeah, you were telling me like that earlier. Any stats the Packers have are always against the Bears. <laughs> Not even the Packers, dude. They did that same shit when we were playing the Saints. They did that same shit. <laughs> like it's just like fucking joke, dude. The board. Even even teams that we play like once every four years. Or something. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, well, on like a weird schedule or something. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like when they played. The, the Bears haven't uh, beat this the, team the, since the Lyndon B. Johnson was president. <laughs> How about the Vikes? Yeah, the Vikes. That was oh, a game. About the Vikings. Hey, Vikings drop one to the Broncos by one not point. To, not to brag, but I kind of put on a clinic in the Pickums. Yeah, I had three that I was the only one who picked them. <laughs> yeah, and it was Denver, Green Bay, and then the Rams. Which I don't know how the Rams won. I initially had Denver, and then I swapped back to the Vikings. I did it uh, backwards. Did you, oh, you were with I the had Mike the Vikings, and, and I gotcha. switched to Denver at like 7.05. Ooh, nice. I was like, I don't know if this Josh Dobbs thing is going to keep going. Well, I don't think he did. For the most part, it he, did. He That's what it is. Yeah. yeah, it was. I don't know how the Broncos won. All the numbers well, are favorited for the Vikings. I, I honestly, I think that that comes right back to what I said oh, before. <laughs> yeah. This one, really, like truly, I think. Well, I think really I, ties I think, into it. I I don't think necessarily that the Vikings were like out coached no, as not. much as it was more um when it came down to it, like those significant plays in those moments, they 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 were outperformed. You know, it's just just that. And my my other thing is from the beginning is that look, say what you want about Russell Wilson. He is a former elite quarterback who arguably it's still a top 10 like when you yeah. look even when you look at stats he's higher than top 10 mm. but like i i now i said at that point in the season like yeah but you look at the teams he's going against like yeah he's ranked as like two or three overall with like yards and tutties and all this stuff but then i'm like however and they just couldn't find ways to win and i'm like we're very familiar with that <laughs> um but but i'm like he's absolutely still going to be a top 10 quarterback not just that he knows how to win and where he is so good is that two-minute drill, especially. I think that was the major like, part, yeah. And I think with like the coaching he, and like and Russell Wilson, like you just cannot give Russell Wilson or Sean Payton two minutes a two-minute drill at the end of the game God, to no. win it. Like you just can't. Like I wouldn't give them thirty-five seconds. Yeah, to like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to be very real. Yeah. Like both of them have been in that position, and Payton did it with with drew Brees, who is one of my like all-time favorite quarterbacks mm-hmm. like who also had t- 
tons of of those last minute drives yeah. you know and, and that's i did not realize that stat that they threw out there that um coming in for that drive uh um wilson was second among active quarterbacks for um for last like game winning drives mm. at 38 and sense. the next up was 43 and that was stafford mm. and i was like I, that to me that just blew my mind first yeah. off I, I was like god damn i can't believe they both have been playing that long like, in my head, like, you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean like, like i know they've always kind of like been there but i also i'm like it doesn't feel like it's been that yeah. long though. yeah but um you know and and I'm like, yeah, we don't see Russell move around in the pocket a lot. We don't see him extend plays like he used to once upon a time as often. As often. You know where he you know where he damn well is saving that energy. In the for last us? two minutes of the it's game. Just yeah. two minutes of <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, and like the way that he was talking on the sidelines, uh, the way that like he was he was like going through with the offensive line and with the receivers mm. and just like they kept showing Taking him. Command. And I was like, I was like He's getting the energy going. He's fucking Fuck. he's lighting the fires. Like, yeah. This is I felt I was like, this is this is gonna be it. Like the fires have been lit. Yeah. Exactly. It's like Gondor calls for aid. <laughs> and like, yeah. This, this motherfucker's riding for sure. So Yeah, that Broncos Broncos defense just kept it kept them in the game and then they kept they had to settle for a lot of field goals, the uh, Broncos did, but I mean it kept them close enough just so that they had to get that last game winning drive and they fucking did it. Well, like Stein so said, the defensive line of the Broncos was just controlling the whole fourth quarter. Yeah, especially yeah, when it mattered at the end of the fourth quarter. They, it was like they, the Vikings O line just got destroyed. They got shut down. They were getting blown off the ball like a full yard, two yards almost every single play. It was insane Tough. how much the D line was controlling them. Um, yeah, that was. It was one, wild. That was a good one. That was another really good game. That was a fun game to watch. Mm. One Broncos thing are think, five and five now, right? Yep. Yeah. It's Didn't like think the, that was going to happen. It's like the Lions last year. You know, you suck, then you beat the Packers, and then you get some, then you get some uh, juice rolling. You know, yeah. that's what happened to the Lions once they beat. Once the Lions kicked our ass last year, that's when they went on their <laughs> win streak. Yeah. Uh, but one thing to monitor, I think, is the Vikings' run game. They actually had a good fucking game. That Madison, yeah, and, dude, that Madison guy, Madison I don't know. I've been kind of... Opened up. I think he was... Not vo- not super vocally, but I feel like I've been here and there being like, this Madison guy, he's got some, he's got some something, you know? like <laughs> I think it was on the back of their dual threat, mm-hmm. um, Ty Chandler, who went 10, of se- 10 for 73, who was kind of... They were able to go and do the true dual threat, you know, running yes. back. Mm. And I the think if duos, they can yeah. if they can hit that consistently, that's going to open up a level to the offense. Well, especially when you add into that their tight end and like you know Jefferson's going to be coming back in the yeah. next week or two. Like that that offense is finally starting to click. I think that it's also a, being able to. I think that by having Dobbs out there again, like when we talked about after week one when he was there, after the first week he was there about like this isn't the end. This is the beginning of a new thing for them because it's a completely different type of quarterback, mm. right? Like he is able cousins is a classic pocket passer and Dobbs is, does have that ability to extend plays with his legs a little bit better. He's got the legs. And so now I think that if they're able to like benefit from 
transitioning their offensive style a little bit, um, which they seem to be doing, you know, three games now, right? We've had Dobbs and he's, they've shown that progression in each one. Um, if they get that run game going, all of a sudden this, this offense is, is a, is a, 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 a more dynamic it, threat, it's even a more dynamic threat. Right. And I mean, almost, I would say back to the level of what it was with cousins as QB and, you know, wide receiver one actually active, right? Like even without the run game <laughs> that they, mm-hmm. you know, I think that we're sort of, it sort of like brings it back to that. Now they're competitive again. So, um, I don't know. I call me a pessimistic. He's not a believer. I just don't trust Dobbs. He's been around so long. And he's never clicked. I mean, this could it could be like a situation like Geno Smith where like he finally clicks. Yeah. But And that's where I stood on it. I gotta see consistency, I guess. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's well, I, I think that we've seen execution and consistency from him thus far. Yeah, for um, sure. He hasn't you know, shown again, anything to three games. We look at three games. He's got three solid games. And <laughs> to come in as a backup, in that and let's situation. face it, that's what he was. That's what technically he is, right? Now he's coming in to fill in at QB1. It was originally to just stop the bleed, basically, right? <laughs> so Basically, yeah. Um, and and it's then he fucking into, cauterized oh, the wound. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, he's like, all right, he's like, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. you know? It's like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. this guy he didn't is... just bandage that. Yeah, he was like... He fucking... He used that NASA brain of his and was like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I don't think that this game was necessarily on him by any means. I don't um, think so either. You know, there there were a couple of spots here and there that, uh, you know, were missed. But that the other thing is like this thing was so tight there that like that's it. That's where it paid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it yeah, paid that, having. Russell Wilson over Josh Dobbs in the oh, in the clutch. That's just it. I think that's the right Broncos' defense is on an upward tra- trajectory too, aren't they? Like they've been yeah. do- these past few games, they've done really well. Which yeah. is yeah, it was weird their drop off. And against last good year, like, yeah, yeah, last yeah. year they were yeah. so fucking good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that that is the the weird thing is like that that drop off that they had from last year to this year. It was I was like, there's no fucking way that they're really it's just, just that, that bad out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause they, it's not like they didn't ditch everybody on the defense. I'm like, no, the majority of the defense is still, it's kind of like my whole thing with the Buccaneers. I was like, they still have a lot a of defensive team, players yeah. that are like, <laughs> like yeah. they're still, they might not come out and be, you know, uh, a, 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 a contender for the Super Bowl, but they absolutely are going to be a fucking speed bump that people have to try to get over. You know, like they're still going to be uh, a force to be reckoned with, especially if they're feeling good one day. If they're feeling froggish, like bitch, you better leap because like, they're going <laughs> yeah. to, it's going to be a fucking dog fight when they're healthy. And yeah. so that's, I was like, there's no way this Broncos defense is that bad. And I think that we're starting to see that, mm-hmm. you know, it's just this back half of the season is going to be very interesting. Um, I think that some of the teams that have gotten left behind uh, you know, from the first from the first eight weeks, as far as like pundits and you know uh, uh, beat writers and stuff are concerned, um, I think a couple of them are going to surprise some people. Um, no, the Panthers are not going to be one of those. Let <laughs> <laughs> me make that very clear. <laughs> um, Panthers playoff but, run, according to Stein, is that what I'm hearing? Yep, Super Bowl <laughs> or bust, right? That's. More likely bust. Uh, but yeah, anything else? You're absolutely right. This is where it pays off to have Wilson over Dobbs yeah. in clutch situations. And that's why I think I think there's going to be games where they need Dobbs to step up and he just isn't able to hit that level. You know what I mean? Well, but I think he he has hit that level 
twice though. I was gonna so, say based on like, yeah, like based on what? Like are right. you just well, it or this, like you he came in clutch <laughs> literally like two days off the plane, right? And like didn't yeah. know anybody. So to me, it's like, no, he has proven he can come in clutch. Um, especially on a team that, let's face it, leading into that, everybody was like, they're done. They're dead in the water, yeah. They're fucking done. <laughs> they're done. They are done. Like, no one believes. Season believed. over. This is so sad. Poor Vikings. Yeah. Like, so, we had that conversation. Yeah, we like, Vikings are like, rebuild? Vikings are like that, uh, they're like that meme where it's like, call an ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, but I think as far as like... <clears throat> This is concerned. Can he lead them in a tight situation, right? Of of, um, especially against against. Um, I will say Russell Wilson is still elite when it comes to game winning drives. <laughs> That's my for point. two minutes. He's elite so, for two right. minutes. <laughs> That's my point. Is he's not going to be going against Desmond Ritter and the Falcons every week? When it comes down to him going against like the Eagles and like teams that like. Can fuck people he's gonna have to go through in the playoffs. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Like when it yeah. comes I think regular season they can be fine. And I think they'll stay afloat and I think they're gonna make the playoffs. But when it comes to like are they gonna stay afloat in the playoffs? I I don't see any chance. I think No, like, well, and that's just it is I I don't either. Not this year at least. But okay. like I think mm. I think a hundred percent like they're out in the first round. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so they're out in the wild card game. Like that's um you know, very that's a very reasonable expectation as well. I think that is well above original expectation <laughs> of what was going to happen when Kirk Cousins went down. Yeah. You know, like that they were done. Yeah. Playoffs like, were not uh stick not a in fork the conversation. In them, that yeah. steak is grilled. Like <laughs> so I think that's the thing that is annoying just as a football fan, because I know with cousins they can hang with these teams, especially with the emergence of the defense and oh, absolutely. the just the straight up talent that they have on offense with cousins. I think they're as good as damn near anybody in the NFC. I think they would have to be firing at a hundred percent. Yeah. In order to do that. I think it would rely Whereas, mostly on cousins to fire at a hundred percent. Yes. Um, but given that again, the idea coming into this was that they were going to purge and clean house because yeah. especially with where cousins is in his age and coming into contract year and all that good stuff it, where it was like, well, what the fuck do we do? They literally were getting ready to just be done. And Dobbs all of a sudden opens that door of, oh, he could keep us enough, keep the value of the team high enough, keep the value of the players high enough, and also let Cousins heal up to where maybe Cousins does is able to come back for one more year and give it a shot. You know, like you think they do that though? I do. I, mean, I, feel, I, I think, think they have to now, no. Well, with how, especially with how much Cousins is like involved with Dobbs, he literally told him like, if you need anything at all, football related or not, you call me mm -hmm. like anytime, any day I will be there. He is in a hundred percent on Dobbs. He is in a hundred percent on this team still. He easily could be like, well, it was nice, Minnesota. You know, I, I really enjoyed my time, you know, like, he, like he doesn't have to continue this shit mm -hmm. and yet he's out there. And so to me, I'm like. Uh, the, it's the it is the change in dynamic for the team moving forward and so with that that also buys them another year of like they could that is a team i could see trading up to try and grab somebody who they could develop a little bit if necessary which i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of quarterbacks i think there are some decent quarterbacks late. who should go late 
that yeah. are yeah, going to be a, better than what we're going to take in the beginning. It's not so top That's heavy this year for quarterbacks, I think, in the draft. Just my, just my opinion. I think the better ones are going to be later. Mm. So I think yeah, there's I think there's the two very like obvious choices with Drake May and Caleb Williams, but then there's also JJ McCarthy, who's been decent, mm-hmm. has fallen off the last few weeks, but he's been decent. Um, and there's just like choices like that where their fundamentals are good, and you can just kind of let them sit. Well, especially if you can actually develop a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Which I, I trust KOC to do. <laughs> I absolutely do. <laughs> so, um, and that's what I mean. Like, so I think that's my thing with Dobbs is that, yeah, they may not be able to hang in there with the top two, three teams in the NFC with Dobbs. Um, unless, of course, Dobbs is firing at 100%. I think that they can c- compete. And I think it could come down to a game like this where it's final drive. Now, who would I go with in that scenario? Not the Vikings. You know, I'm yeah. going to go with the, 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 the quarterbacks that are true QB ones. However, flip side, um, you know, this is giving the future for the, it completely rewrites the Vikings future and future actions a little closer to in line with what they had in mind originally. Whereas they were literally like scrapping the book and getting ready to toss that shit in the recycling bin. Mm Mm-hmm. And light it on fire. Oh, they, were, they recycled. <laughs> yeah, I heard like <laughs> in this I heard scenario, like Drake like May it. conversations right when they're in Minnesota. They, they recycle. They care about yeah. the environment. <laughs> yeah, I was All hearing right. like Drake May conversations like right away when Cousins went down and shit like yeah. that. Like so, yeah. which also I just want to be very clear. That's something else that we need to keep in mind is stop stop falling in line with what everybody else is looking at with like Caleb Williams and stuff. How about you start listening to some of the other like the the true offensive-minded coaches who are, have had success with developing quarterbacks, who are they talking about, right? And so when the Vikings are not talking about Caleb Williams, at that point, that's where I'm like, there's a reason. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason, and it's not just because they don't think they'll have that number one, that top pick. It's not just that. Um, you know, because they very well could move things around, do things to make that more plausible for them. But instead, they're looking at going – no, who's someone that we could actually go through and, and get so and and develop and yeah I just I don't know I'm I'm very interested this makes this completely rewrites what the Vikings are going to be for the next two years in my mind which is important to me in the NFC North yes. <laughs> so um, whereas I thought oh shit they're going to go into rebuild mode and next year we might actually not finish last you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, we'd find a way to bear down the fourth. I think that wraps it up for the Vikings, to be honest. Well, not with the Vikings, but because we got to move on to the uh, week 12 preview in which the Chicago Bears will see the Minnesota Vikings. So we're not totally done with the Vikings yet. Well, I meant as like in a recap. (laughs) That wraps it up for the NFC North vibe check. Yeah. What do you think, Stein? <laughs> oh, we that, do okay. It? So, hey, let's head into the Week 12 week preview. 12 We're preview. taking up the Chicago Bears against the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Three and a half point favorites. The Vikings are? Yeah. Well, of course, the Bears wouldn't be. <laughs> it's at it's at Minnesota, right? Yep. So, they're technically, they're half point favorites. 
you get you get three points for being the home team. Like, I mean, oh, like, so that's just like automatic, like kind of watch. It's just away, sort of an like, automatic yeah. thing. Like, like so, if, that's I'm very careful with that shit. Yeah. Like, when, when I see when someone's like they're three and a half points favorites, I'm like, no, where are they playing? No, My <laughs> money says they're half point favorite. Like, so now, if they're three and a half point favorites on the road, that's a different. Yeah. Like, so, Is it um, Monday or Sunday night game? It's a Monday night. Ooh. So we could win. I mean, been, on the hey, I was gonna say we've been winning on days that aren't Sunday. So, <laughs> um, Last however, time... we have been losing when we have time to prepare. <laughs> yeah, for games. So we got a little extra time. <laughs> no, we're kind of like stuck. Is it gonna here? offset? We're gonna end in a tie. No, here? What's really gonna happen is we're. Gonna, I don't know because then we go into a bye week and then we come back against the Lions. The Lions, or no? Or do we go Lions then bye week? I can't remember what it is. Our producers should uh, be able to come up with that info. It's. Lions, Viking, by Lions. Yeah, by and then Lions. Yeah. Okay. Lions, Browns. Uh, then I was going to say, if it wasn't a bye week against the Lions, it'd be like, hey, that's the one we win then. Yeah, it could be a we'll short come back week, short. Right? Finish what we started against the Lions. Um, Jefferson is questionable for this one. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not in a rush to bring him back. Yeah. No, you know, and he was they, talking that about was the that thing too. that they talked about was like going through it was if they won against the Bears, then you can keep him on IR. One more week, right? Well, yeah, I'm just saying KOC said he's questionable, so it, it doesn't oh, yeah. like hold much weight, but that's just what he's... When reporting. he himself was tweeting that he's not in a rush to get back. Well, his his tweets were also... I loved them. Yeah. He's like, I don't give a fuck about your money. your money. Yeah, which he fucking tanked my season, dickhead. He's sitting in my right about it. <laughs> <laughs> I had him and Keenan Allen. And and I was like, oh, I was like, my wide receiver squad is fucking dope as shit this year. <laughs> um, so oh, how do I feel about this game? Okay, well, I feel if, like it can be a close can, one here. It, if we can execute the way that we did for the majority of the game against the Lions, mm-hmm. I think we can control this game. Yeah, if we can do that and not let up on the gas, I think that we can win this game. Uh-huh. Um, because yes. They seem to finally have found a run game, but we still have a solid run defense. Yeah. Like we're, you're still able, like going against a Chicago front line. That one of the few things we can take pride in is that we're really good against the run. Yeah. So well, and also, um, I mean, we we started we started hopefully what will turn into a habit of getting pressure on the quarterback now. So I mean, if we can get Joshua Dobbs under some pressure and get him feeling which the is heat, creating looks for the secondary, mm-hmm. you know. So and we're seeing force turnovers finally yeah uh so i think that yeah, that the was, possibility yeah. is there normally like when we were coming in against detroit i was like there's it not was a, hopeless there, nope, <laughs> yeah nope, there's no fucking way this happened. Yeah. i was right there's no fucking way that was going to happen um because and ultimately it's not the players ultimately it's going to be if we right, lose we, it's not because of the players yeah and i don't care and i don't care who the fucking quarterback is if bajan's in there if if Fields is in there, if we lose, yeah, it's Peyton not because fucking of the Manning players. in there. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does not matter. Well, well, he would change yeah, the play. Yeah, yeah he, he would, would change. He would yeah. literally be like, "We're not doing that." Yeah, <laughs> so, right, right. He turns the headset off. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "All right, I got this." He switches <laughs> helmets. He like gives us. <laughs> we see him on the sidelines, just like ripping yeah, the, right. the mechanism out. You know, like his big ass head could fit into any other helmet that wasn't made for it, him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, but no, I, I think, think can, I think that there's, yeah, a shot there's a shot if the coaching staff gets their head out of each other's asses and, and, and 
doesn't like put them right into their own asses yeah. as well. You know, like which I said last um, week that beating the Lions was a tall order. I think it's an even taller order to ask the coaches to pull their heads out of their ass. No, you're absolutely right, yeah. and that's that's what I think coming down to it. I'm going to say that the Vikings take this, mm-hmm. and ultimately it's because of coaching. Because I have more faith in the Vikings coaching staff mm-hmm. than I do in the Bears coaching staff. Yeah, like the Vikings leadership has proven their metal to me yeah whereas the whereas the bears coaching staff is hasn't proved uh, jack shit left me wanting (laughs) yeah to say the least yeah (laughs) so yeah what can you do what about you what are you thinking i think fields has a good game that's what i think i think he's gonna go out i think our players are gonna go out and show out i think they're gonna get dicked over by the coaching staff. yeah i mean i just couldn't agree with you more that's where i'm at i think this team has shown that it has the talent to hang in there with uh with the best i just think our coaching staff doesn't do them any services so yeah i could see i think i think it'll be a close game i could see like you said the possibility is there i could see us winning but uh I just think I think that's going to be a story of the season, you know, just the coaches dicking over a, a pretty talented team. I think it'll be interesting to evaluate Fields' pre-snap reads in this game because Brian Flores loves to fuck with you mm-hmm. when he struggled he against to... the Vikings last time. So, well, well for the short year? amount, of, no, for the last game that they played against each other. You're totally right. I forgot about that. Wait, when was that week? It was short. I mean, it was a little while ago, but that's when he got. And that was when he got injured. But even before that, he wasn't. It's not like he was having a great game before that. And that's what. Well, we also that was also the play calling in the beginning too. Remember where that was the one where we had the issue of like, did they even have a game design? (laughs) Like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah, we're like they were running when they should be passing. They're passing when they should be running. running. They're like, yeah, everything was ass backwards, bass backwards. Yeah. I think maybe Getty is probably like overthinking it. Like we got like a really good defensive coordinator. Let's try and mix shit up and then like just fucks it up in the process. I think it'll be interesting to see the mind games that are played with like Brian Flores who blitzed 70% of the time last game and see if they address it and see how fields can read, you know, the pre-snap reads or the pre-snap blitzes and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But also if Brian Flores is like, Hey, I blitz seventy percent of the time. I'm gonna show pressure and then just back off. That could fuck with shit too. Yeah. So I think it'll be interesting to just watch the mind games that go on. Mm-hmm. You mean and watch Getsy get mind fucked? Because basically, let's, let's face it. Like that's kind of like, uh, that's kind of that's just not fair, right? That's it's gonna be fair. a cat and mouse thing where it's just like he, the the cat's gonna be playing just like <laughs> you know. Like, it's yeah. yeah and the cat is playing holding mouse traps like that's the other thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is uh i have no faith whatsoever in getsy i no. have no faith whatsoever in eberflus i just yeah if we get a lead jesus fucking christ help me so god like just just get us don't let up go score again and again and again they and won't. again i don't fucking care <laughs> they it's won't. like I would love nothing more than to see Fields lose his shit on the field and be like, fuck it, we're doing this. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm waiting for Or that. just fucking yell at Matt Eberflus or Luke Getze. Like, someone yell at these dickheads. Well, because, <laughs> like, because that's the other thing is, let, like, they're fucking with his money now. They're yeah. fucking with his career. They're fucking, you want this to be an evaluation of Fields? Then Jesus Christ, help the guy out. Yeah. Put him in a position to be successful. 
don't stop that once you're leading and being successful. Like keep it, keep it because the inability to win games at this point has nothing to do with the players themselves. It no. has absolutely no. everything to do with the play call and play design completely changing into that keep the lead mode as opposed to extend the lead. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Matt and Matt Eberflus hasn't I mean, how many fucking times are you gonna <laughs> be taught this lesson and you fact haven't fucking learned it? I I how many times are oh, gonna teach you this lesson old man? <laughs> exactly, like truly. <laughs> I feel like somewhere down the road 20 30 years from now we're going to get like a netflix documentary docu-series about this and it's going to be 30 for 30 (laughs) there's going to be like no it'll never be a 30 yeah (laughs) yeah those are good those are good things happen in those this is not (laughs) where it's like like some of the screenshots you know they're going to be like images of like someone walking in on eberflus like uh like reading like football for dummies how to how to coach it how to coach reading coach. it upside down yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh uh, what a dumb fuck this fucking guy is limpic fucking loser fucking asshole on that note anything else no i got nothing all right well it seems we've uh reached that point in the podcast where i ask stein stein what have you got for the people be sure to go check out my other podcast <laughs> chick flicks with dicks Ooh. Flicks Sounds is like a fun time. X. Uh, you can find us on most streaming platforms for your podcasts. You can also check us out, uh, Chick Flicks. I don't know. I, I <laughs> go check it out. out it Wherever you get your podcast, it is there. Go fucking find it. Like it, subscribe, five star it, thumbs up it, heart it, star it, whatever the fucking icons are whatever now. it is now okay. isaac turgeon what have you got for the people my instagram what is the handle e-y-e-z it's <laughs> 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 been froze what happened i was like, I was like how long can happy. we how long can we leave this out in the air uh, e-y-e-z-e-c-k got all my music updates on there very cool. Uh, yeah, a lot of projects. Follow me uh, at Omar at O H M A R Daniel on Instagram. That's where I post everything. That's where I be having fun. Join me if you want to have fun. I got an album coming out soon, hopefully. So that shit's gonna be fire. Uh, I already have music out. If you want to check it out, it's Omar Daniel, no H, uh, wherever you find your music. Uh, if you would, uh, let me get my fucking shit together here. Uh, you can follow us at the Bear Claw Pod on TikTok and Instagram. You can send us an email at bearclawpodcontact at gmail.com. Please rate and review and share with all your friends. Get them listening to this shit. Uh, yeah, because, you know, misery, lo- misery loves company, so fucking join us. Uh, we will, uh, yeah, again, uh, this, is, uh, this episode is going to be a little late, so we apologize for that. But we are busy and sick boys, uh, so what are you going to do? We should be back on our regular schedule next week. And uh, till then, fucking chin up, bear down. Hoping for things to get better. Won't be surprised if they don't. What can you do? Have a good week. Fucking kill them out there.